Good morning. This is Judith Lay welcoming you to Manx Radio and to the podcast of this week's edition of At Your Service. Manx Radio. Well, this morning it would be true to say that we're all over the place. I'm speaking to you from Liverpool, where I've spent the past week. For several reasons. Yes, one of them was getting the unique Eurovision experience. And despite not having any tickets for anything, I've had a great time out and about in the city where I was born and grew up, meeting some wonderful people all here just to have a good time. I've been to an uplifting evening of prayer for peace in Liverpool's Roman Catholic Cathedral, and I've met people working day in and day out to support and improve community life including the Salvation Army at the famous Strawberry Fields. I'll tell you more about that in next week's programme. Today is the start of Christian Aid Week, and I had planned to find out all that we need to know about this year's appeal in conversation with our Christian Aid representative, Louise Whiteleg. And then Louise got COVID. Louise, I do hope you're feeling a lot better now. But COVID isn't going to stop Louise, who joins us today from her home in Lazare and has even got one of her colleagues in the UK to add his thoughts. So now you can see why I'm saying we're all over the place today. Seeing the need in others and doing all we can to meet that need is very much at the heart of the Christian Aid message. And it's reflected in our first hymn today. Sung by the seven o'clock choir, they ask the question, What do you want of me, Lord? What do you want of me? our opening hymn. Well, for Louise Whiteleg, she believes that putting our faith into action is the route to dignity, equality, stability and safety for all God's people. 
And this Christian Aid Week, it's once again the people of Burundi who are on Louise's heart. So here's Louise, along with a colleague, Nick Gorgiadis, who's the Fundraising and Supporter Engagement Director for Christian Aid. Let's listen as they explain what life is like for people living in the world's poorest country. What a difference has been already made through two projects which your generosity is making possible and what we can still achieve. The music you'll hear is the Song of Kingdom Come, which was composed for Christian Aid by Paul Field and Martin John Nichols. It's a rallying cry for us all to make a difference to many lives around the world, including our own. It's Christian Aid Week, that special week of opportunity when we come together in activity, prayer and generosity to support our global neighbours. This year, Christian Aid continues to build our relationship with Burundi in the Improved Cookstoves project. We've been working with Burundi for a number of years now, and there's good reason for that. Burundi is a relatively small country in Central East Africa. And it's about a third of the size of Scotland. It's a landlocked country, with Rwanda to the north, Tanzania to the east, and the Democratic Republic of Congo to the west with the world's longest freshwater lake, Lake Tanganyika. It's a stunningly beautiful country, home to about 12.5 million people, but is one of the world's poorest countries, although the friendliness of the people belies that poverty. Burundi has 87% of the population living below the poverty measure of $1.90 a day, and 80-90% to of the population rely on subsistence farming. Youth unemployment stands at 65% and 56% of children under five are malnourished. The country is dealing with a long legacy of issues. German and Belgian colonial rule, civil war and political unrest. That being said though, life is currently relatively calm in Burundi. But that does mean it's become home to refugees and displaced people from neighbouring countries which further puts demand on the precious few resources that there are. It was a privilege to visit our programmatic work there. I know people on the Isle of Man have got really strong connections to Burundi and the testament to your generosity and the programmes that you've funded is everywhere. I wanted to focus on one particular project because there are so many, I thought it'd be helpful just to speak to one. It's the creation through an initial grant and training of a sustainable way to produce palm oil, which has not only empowered women who are frequently underrepresented in economic circumstances, it's empowered them to create this cooperative, to create a renewable way and sustainable of producing palm oil, which is one of the staples that grows well in Burundi because of their warm and very humid climate. It's sustainable because the normal waste product, which normally gets sent into the rivers and then into Lake Tanganyika, um, is used to create fertiliser. Um, the gas that comes off that is used not only to fund the palm oil plant, but also surplus gas is put into canisters and given to people to cook with, which means less deforestation because people aren't having to chop down trees to cook and also is better for health. So it works on a number of levels and the impact is widespread across that community. And what's great as well is that we work through partners, so they are then able to replicate that more broadly. And the women in charge of the cooperative have been able to grow and are more ambitious 
And so it's a self-sustaining project. And that's one of the other aspects of it. Even those projects which had finished, the impact was still being felt across communities. So it was really inspiring. And I just want to say a huge thank you to people on the Isle of Man for your generosity and all you've done to support projects like that in Burundi and more widely globally. I have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. When we sing together, a line is drawn, and hope reborn. This is the song, the song of kingdom come. I have a voice, you have a voice, we have a voice. When we sing together, a line is drawn, and hope reborn. This is the song, the song of kingdom come. We heard the cries of distant neighbours, the dispossessed, the refugee, and God's command to feed the hungry, and set them free, and set them free. We heard the word. And we reclaimed the prophet's call To love the world without condition God's love for all God's love for all I have a voice You have a voice We have a voice When we sing together We heard earlier from my colleague Nick about some of the work that we've done in Burundi in conjunction with the Isle of Man government. We are making a difference in the places where Manx money has touched. This year's Christian Aid Week hopes to finish off the amazing work that's been happening in Burundi surrounding women and cooking. In Burundi, it is women that bear the most of responsibility for cooking and household chores. And the cooking is laborious and can be quite dangerous. Currently, it's done by trapping a small fire between two or three large smooth stones. And then on top of that, a pan is balanced. First, you need to find sufficient fuel. And that's not as easy as it sounds. In Burundi, it's illegal to chop down trees. And women and children spend hours and hours searching for any type of burnable material twigs, leaves, stems, even dung. You can imagine it then takes an age to heat the water like that. The cooking's done in the centre of the home as well, so these open fires fill the home with smoke. And you can imagine balancing the pot on top of the stones is dangerous for the children and the livestock and the people moving around in the home. The answer's simple. The answer is a modern designed clay cook stove and it's a game changer for cooking in Burundi and the women who do the cooking. Not only is it cleaner to use, it reduces deaths from illness from smoke inhalation, it reduces air pollution and it's safer to use in the home for children and livestock. 
and most importantly it saves time it saves time in the collection of the fuel and it saves time in the cooking when i visited burundi one of the things that shocked me and made me feel very western and very inexperienced of cooking was when I was talking to one of the ladies and we were talking about the evening meal that she was preparing and she was cooking beans. Now in my head, beans go in a tub, go in the microwave and ping after two minutes and they're ready. But she was telling me that it takes her three hours to prepare and cook the beans. Goodness me. The change the cook stove makes is it brings the water to boil quicker. It contains the heat within the clay and the pan sits on top of the cook stove. So it focuses the heat, making the water boil quicker. Christian Aid has a vision and it's a vision that by providing opportunity and support, people can work their own way out of poverty, that they can lead self-sufficient and dignified lives. And I firmly believe that charity needs to be sustainable. There's no point making people reliant on charity. What we need to do is enable them to support themselves. And this is what this project is doing. The Improved Cookstove Project involved buying two different plots of land, one in the north, one in the south. And we commissioned and built kilns and outbuildings. And while all this was happening and the project beneficiaries were identified, they were brought together and the training began. We formed a legal cooperative from this group of people. The cooperative members were trained in how to make the cook stoves and how to market them on all elements of the financing. We supported them throughout the whole process with the administration and training and guidance. The first 500 of these cook stoves produced in the North and the South projects were gifted to families in the local area who were most in need. And once the cook stoves are ready for sale, they'll be sold through the cooperative with all the funds going back into the cooperative and being paid out to members in the form of dividends. Furthermore, it's a function of the cooperative to provide small micro-loans to the women in the neighbourhood who can't afford to purchase a cook stove outright. It's a project that's been designed for longevity and something that we as the Isle of Man should be very, very proud of. The beneficiaries are numerous not only the direct members of the cooperative but also their families and the women and the families who now have that new way of cooking. I heard from Burundi and I heard a lovely story about one lady in the north who's purchased a cook stove and she's now set up her own small roadside business cooking food for passers-by on the new improved cook stove. It's a fantastic ambitious and far-reaching project which is almost finished and just needs a little bit of further support to get it over the finishing line. What starts with a donation of a couple of Manx pounds ends with cleaner, safer cooking and priceless dignity. What is more important than being able to support yourself and your family? I have a voice, you have a voice we have a voice when we sing together. The line is drawn and hope reborn. This is the song, the song of kingdom come. A reckless love that knows no borders.
Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. And if that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. We've just heard one of my favourite readings, Matthew 6, Do Not Worry. The particular verse that stands out for me is, Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor weep nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. 
I love the imagery of this. And when I see the birds and think about the worries that we have and the concerns that blight our daily lives, I do, I look to the birds in the sky and I think they do not worry. Faith is such an important aspect of being able to get through daily life, especially when times become slightly challenging. In Burundi, 90% of the population still regularly attend church, with over 75% of those being Christians. The faith is strong in Burundi. And I often think of our Burundian brothers and sisters when I read this passage. The people of Burundi have the faith, and perhaps we have the answer. I'm reminded of James 2, 17-18. Faith by itself, if not accompanied by action, is dead. But some will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by what I do. God, in your kingdom the strong need the weak, the rich are transformed by the poor. Your kingdom is built by those who expect their God to come. Give us, Lord God, a vision of your kingdom as your love desires it. A world where the weak are protected and none go hungry. A world where life is shared and enjoyed by all. A world where all races, nations and cultures live in tolerance and respect. A world where peace is built with justice and justice is guided by love. Give us the inspiration and courage to build your kingdom here and now on earth. Amen. Obviously the need is still enormous, but the communities we spoke to said they were able to express their gratitude to our supporters for the generosity that you've enabled that transformation to happen. So huge thanks and please do take part this Christian Aid Week. We really do need your support. Thank you for helping us give dignified lives to those in Burundi. Thank you, Louise Whiteleg and Nick Gorgiadis of Christian Aid. And if you'd like to get involved this week, Louise would love to hear from you. You'll find Christian Aid Isle of Man on Facebook, or you can phone or text Louise on 474 275 474 275.
I mentioned earlier that I've been in Liverpool all week, and of course Eurovision was everywhere. But in all the fun, the outrageous costumes and the carnival atmosphere was the deeper truth that Liverpool was hosting this huge event because war prevented Ukraine from doing it. Ukrainian-born Katerina lives with a host family and is building a life here on Merseyside and was working as a Eurovision volunteer when I met her. But the painful reality of leaving family in a country at war was all too evident in her words. I think they're managing to cope with just different life, just a lot of worrying, a lot of uh, uncertainty, and just hoping and praying for something bright to happen, something good. So I, I hope when it's all over, people can visit Ukraine and just see how beautiful country it is and just enjoy the music and all the aspects of my homeland. I have a voice, you have a voice, we have a voice. When we sing together, a line is drawn, and hope reborn. This is the song, the song of kingdom come. And now it's time to take a look at another packed notice board. The friends of Robert Owen House are having their annual Thanksgiving service today in Balaf Parish Church, starting at three o'clock, and there'll be afternoon tea following the service. The next simple lunch at the Cool Chapel Hall is this Thursday, the 18th, from noon until 2. Soup, dessert, tea and coffee and plenty of good company and chat for just £7. And the Cool Chapel and Hall are very easy to find just at the top edge of the Isle of Man Business Park. Also on Thursday, the 18th, there's a concert in St Catherine's Church in Port Erin. Manx Children's Choir and Skullpert Lemura will be there to entertain you and that concert starts at 7 o'clock on Thursday evening. As with all concerts at St Catharines, admission is free with a retiring collection and there'll be refreshments in the church hall afterwards. And looking now to next weekend and Praying the Keels Week starts next Saturday the 20th and we'll be talking more about that on the programme next Sunday. But in the meantime, look out for the blue leaflets that show the programme of events for the full week. Or visit the website prayingthekeels.org and Keels has two E's and two L's. Praying the Keels, all one word, no spaces, dot org. That's where you can read about all the week's events and download a brochure too. And for the first time, this year's programme includes an armchair pilgrimage. Perfect if you find walking is a little bit of a challenge. No one is left out. Crosby Methodist Chapel have a coffee morning on Saturday the 20th from 10 until noon. There'll be cake, gift and bottle stalls and a very good raffle. Admission is £2, which includes tea or coffee and biscuits. Also next Saturday, Bride Methodist Chapel have an exhibition of local art in the chapel. And after you've browsed the exhibition, pop into the schoolroom where light lunches will be served between half past 11 and 2 and afternoon teas between 2 and 4. That's all in Bride Methodist Chapel next Saturday. Another event next Saturday, the 20th, is a Doll's House Open Day at Swingbridge House, number 16, West Quay in Ramsey. Open next Saturday from half past ten until four, a wonderful collection of dolls' houses made over the past 25 years will be on show. There on the ground floor, refreshments will be served upstairs, which involves climbing 23 steps.
Wheelchair access can be arranged with a width limit of 30 inches. A minimum donation of £5 is requested from adults. And this is all to support the work of Scripture Union Ministries Trust with young people in the north of the island. There's free entry for school-aged children. And if you need any more information, particularly about that wheelchair access, have a word with Phil or Julia on 815292. And finally, two items for next Sunday. Selby Methodist Church invites you to a Sankey service next Sunday morning at half past ten. Come and sing the uplifting hymns composed by Ira D. Sankey. Up to a few years ago, Sankey evenings were held in country churches on a regular basis and had a real following. And last but not least, the Mariners are at the Howe next Sunday evening, the 21st, for a service starting as usual at half past six. And that's all that we have time for now. But all being well, I'll be back on the island in time for sundown, tonight at nine o'clock. Your invitation into our virtual late lounge for a relaxing few hours with a mix of easy listening music and a bit of nostalgia to round off your day. I'd love you to join me if you can. So, till whenever we meet again, this is Judith saying thank you for listening. And I wish you and those you love a blessed and peaceful week. And a very good morning. Music